Welcome back to the Black Dog Sports Podcast. Um, I'm Jay Short, and I'm joined today by Derek Thomas of the Maroon Maniac Podcast. Um, we're just going to do a couple reaction shows, just me and him, and we're just going to chop it up just about the game and just what we saw and what we think about the quarterback situation going forward. What's up with KT? Is he going to play it all this season? Jalen Mayden. Um, So, Derek, let's just jump into his reaction show so we don't have to be too formal. Just give me – like, what are your initial thoughts just on the game? I'm excited because we whooped up on Arkansas. We made bacon, ham, pork chop ribs, any type of meat you can make with pork. The Bulldogs made that today. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you, man. It was a good win. Like, uh, I kind of had a feeling, like, watching that first drive. It was kind of a surprise seeing Thomas even start. It did seem yeah. like they were kind of set up to have Strader be the guy the rest of the way and just kind of let him grow. But, you know, I, I was in person for the for the Texas A&M game last weekend. Even as I watched the game, I saw how limited our offense was with with Gary Schrader. Like, they're putting second nine people in the box, and Colin had no room to run. I mean, even against the teams that weren't good, like Tennessee and um, when we played them, like, we still had troubles because, I mean, when Gary Schrader was in the game because they were stacking the box. And then it, it definitely seemed like, and we'll get kind of into it. Um, so let's go ahead and do that because I'm hosting, so it's not like I'm the one giving all the opinions. So uh-huh. uh, first, first, Derek, first question is, were you surprised that Thomas Stevens, Stevens started? And do you think it showed that maybe his the reason for his struggles was the fact that he was unhealthy? Well, yes, I was very surprised that Thomas Stevens started the game as – uh, I was unable to watch the game until later. I looked at the stats, and I called you. I was like, well, Moorhead went back to Stevens. I was surprised because I just knew Gary Schrader was going to start this game. I figured we would have success in the running game against Arkansas because when our offensive line wants to run block, they can run block. We have some, we have some tremendous run blocking offensive linemen. As far as Tommy Stevens' health, of course, yes, his health is going to Play a major factor in his ability to play football. Um, I was ready to just move forward with Gary Schrader moving forward the rest of the season, but Joe Moorhead is loyal to Tommy Stevens, and I guess as long as Stevens is healthy, healthy enough to play, Joe Moorhead is going to start him in his last season of playing college football. So uh, it was nice to see him have he had an efficient. 12 for 18, 172 yards, two touchdowns. I like the fact that we got a chance to see Tommy Stevens in like in the Lion package and running the football, which that was, that was his strength at Penn State, rushing the football. He rushed the ball more than he threw the ball out of the line formation. So it was good to see him run the ball. Uh, we ran the ball all the way down Arkansas's throat, 460 yards, four touchdowns. Tyler Hill beast uh nick gibson had a good game I, it was just awesome an awesome offensive outburst for a team that has been struggling offensively for the last couple of games i think like steven swan i know a lot of people think it's being lord thomas i don't think it's like some loyalty to thomas Stevens yeah. in that way i think I, I think that's what people think but like i'm saying like that's watching that game last week i personally think that thomas Stevens just played better and i do think thomas Stevens was hurt because you did see him being a bit more aggressive running the ball. It wasn't the fact him just running. He was aggressive trying to lower his shoulder. 
you've seen even in the previous game, even the Tennessee game, where it seemed like he had gotten back reasonably healthy. He wasn't running the ball as aggressively, but this game he was. And and I think somebody, well, somebody made a different comment about maybe, just maybe. But as I was saying on the podcast some weeks ago, maybe, just maybe, he was hurt. And he um, had a legitimate injury. I know we were trying to say he's injury prone, but and he had some injuries at Penn State, but I think like he might have legitimately been injured and like, and you can see he just ran the ball differently. So my thing is, Tommy Stevens is healthy. It's clear that he's our best quarterback. It's not even like a this debate to me. I think he's a superior quarterback. I don't even think it's close. Um, uh, I think, I, 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 I think. I give you that. He should. We had these conversations early. He should be the better quarterback. He is a red, a red shirt senior in his fifth year of playing college football. He should be better. Uh-huh. 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 Let me finish. He should be better than well, Gary Brady <laughs> based upon the amount of coaching in college he has received. He should be better. As far as overall talent-wise, the higher upside is going to be with Garrett Schrader. I mean, because I disagree I mean, with that. But, uh, he, well, um, I'm just looking at the fact that Garrett Schrader's played and he's had some success as a true freshman. Can't say that about like, Tommy. What does that look like? I mean, what has been his record as the starter? Like, if he was that good, we would have been a lot better. So, I mean, I understand that the team has struggled overall, but like, I mean, I think we're giving him honestly a little bit too much credit because I'm looking at the offense. Wow, he's been the guy in different times. The offense is quite limited with him on the field. Well, like you know he's what? had some, he's had a couple of flashy plays, and he's shown moxie. I think he looks good out there, but the overall mm-hmm. effectiveness of the offense isn't really there. Like when well, I watch, whose fault is that? Is that his fault or the coach's fault? I mean, the coaches have the game. I, 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 I know everybody wants to say that, but when I watched the game last week, everybody kept saying, "Oh, Morton needs to throw this, this, and this." He was zero for six on the first six throws. Zero for six, and he was missing clean, close throws that were simple, like out routes. Like, I know you want to blame Moria. Yes, he did recruit Gary Schrader, but at the same time, like, you want a coach to sit there and have a well-rounded offense when you don't have a well-rounded quarterback. Thomas Stevens, at the end of the day, he can make all the throws. He threw that fade to, uh, I think that was Osiris Mitchell. Like, he had a couple nice throws that you saw. That he got a big-time arm. And he got a defense. No, you have to respect his arm. I think what the problem was in the past couple of games, he wasn't you know, running the ball like he normally can. So I think they were crashing down on Collins. So a lot of that was affecting Collins and his ability to run the football. So I think what you saw this game with us running is the fact that they had to respect Stevens in the run game. He has to arm to pull the defense back because they can't stack the ball. So a guy like Collins going to eat like he was the first couple games. So I, I think, like I said, I know you're saying like he's a senior and all of that, but I'm just looking at basic evaluation of quarterback. And, like, Thomas Stevens is a clearly better player, and I don't think Gary Schroeder has a higher upside. I'm even – I'm of the mindset I personally feel that Jalen Maiden does. I'm just looking at Gary Schroeder's ability to throw the football. I don't see that caliber of upside where he's going to get there by the time he's a senior in college. Now, he could improve, so I'm not going to throw poo-poo on him saying he can't improve. Hey, I'm a teacher, so I can't think that a person can't get better. But at the same time, I'm looking at what he brings to the table. I just don't see it. Well, he's only been in college for one year. Tommy Stevens has been in college for five years. You don't think Tommy Stevens' throwing motion was screwed up when he first got in college? No, not um, like that. Not we don't, like that. No, we don't, we, we don't, we didn't pay attention to Tommy Stevens five years ago. So we don't know. But here's the case. Most true freshmen have a screwed up throwing motion. 
Now, not that big. They bring up a quarterback that I like, Jalen Maiden, and he is a quarterback that I want to see play in maroon and white. There are rumors that he is one of the ten suspended players. I want to see him on the field. I want. I mean, like we don't know how Maiden is going to perform. We have not seen him over a long stretch of time. Just like we have not seen KT over a long stretch of time. We have seen Gary Schrader over a long stretch of time. We have seen Tommy Stevens over a long stretch of time as far as co- as far as consecutive games. You know, so we see what they've done playing in consecutive games. We don't have I, I mean, that type of, we don't have that type of film for KT and Maiden. Yes, we have film on KT from the Louisville game and and the game he started last year, but not in consecutive starts. Not in consecutive, okay, you're going to get con- continuous playing time game after game after game. We have not seen that from KT. Or Maiden hasn't gotten a chance to show us that yet. So we still have two relatively unknowns, even though KT is a talented quarterback. In Mullen's system, he's an unknown in in Moorhead's system. Right, and it's kind of like, I don't know. Uh, I think at this point, maybe we need to start discussing even KT and even more Maiden. I think right now we know the rest of the season is probably going to be Schrader and Stevens. I think like Maiden, it may be one of them situations like him being a quarterback, it's kind of hard to just reinsert him. Now, obviously, I don't think they was going to treat his suspension the same way as the other guys like the positional players. Because so what would be the point of coming in and letting him play against Tennessee or whoever and then playing him two games later? Like as a quarterback, there's no point to doing it because then – what if he does go out there and play well? Oh, he can't play in this game because he's spinning. So it's better to just. Well, this would have been the perfect game to play Maiden because I, we were up big without Arkansas being a threat to come back in the game. So I would have loved to have seen Maiden, if he was dressed, get a few well, snaps. Well, I think we even got to think like just the fact that we're discussing it from Moorhead's standpoint, he's probably like. Well, Maiden's good or not, why add more drama to your quarterback you situation? Have to see like what you said, both of them play. Say what? Got you have to see what you have in a player. You have well, to well, give well, them a well, No, what I'm saying is, I think it's not the worst idea to play Maiden, but at the same time, as I, as I think about it, I think, like, from a Moorhead standpoint, Maiden, Maiden, he is a good player. Like, why add more controversy to your quarterback position? Like, hey, you already got to deal with We already I have mean, a controversy. Look, look at Arkansas's quarterback situation. They played, what, three? They played three to four quarterbacks all year. So... I mean, hey, I don't think, but I think theirs is different. I don't. I think theirs is different. I think all the quarterbacks are trash. So I don't think got nothing to do with like the hey, fans hey, fighting. Some guys are just in effect. I think I don't. Think, don't have you talking about a fellow Mississippian like that because he could have been a bulldog. The ones that have played, I ain't talking about the Jefferson kid. I'm talking about the ones that played. I mean, obviously he he looked pretty good in the time that he was out there. He looked, I mean, he looked something to get their fans excited about. But I'm talking the rest of them dudes suck. So I mean, um, but. I'm talking about our quarterback situation. I don't think it's like that. I don't think situation. I don't think any of our quarterbacks are bad in that way. I, I like Strader as far as like as a quarterback overall. I just don't like his ability to throw the football. But it's just an overall quarterback and his intangibles and what he brings to the table. I think he got him. Stevens is a good quarterback in my opinion. I don't think anybody questions that part. Um, I well, think KT is a solid quarterback. I think you know I would have liked to have seen you know this year if he hadn't got hurt and then just all that stuff with Stevens to see. How he would have grown with a chance to be the guy because even when he came out of high school, I was excited to see what type of quarterback he was going to be. Exactly. Then Jalen Mayden, we really just don't know much about him, but nobody can say that he's a poor quarterback. So I don't well, think he, we have a bunch of. Go ahead. Well, here is here is why Mayden should get some PT. 
Mm-hmm. Um, KT's probably gone after this year. Okay? Stevens is definitely gone. So that means right now, the only two scholarship quarterbacks on this team that have had any experience in a game is uh, Schrader and Maiden. So you have to see what you have in Maiden in game situation. I mean, you have to give the man some playing time. You, you know I mean, because he's going. If 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 Schrader goes down, he's the guy. If I, I, you don't I think play like Maiden, then you're gonna be playing a true freshman out of Brandon. <laughs> Which, well, you know, I, think, I think I think like I think what Moore is probably going to end up doing. I think he's going to be our coach, obviously going forward. I don't think he's going to Rutgers or anything like that. He may just go ahead and reset his quarterback room. I think you're looking at you know Schrader's one of your guys. Uh, you got Will Rogers coming in. Um, I can we see didn't bring it would make quarterbacks this class. We bring in two. Yeah, we have. I think that I think that's the move. I think you got to bring in two quarterbacks in this class, and then I think you got to go get a grad transfer or a JUCO. Um, probably a grand transfer. I think, you know, maybe MSU fans are a little queasy about that, but it just makes too much sense. Um, I think that gives you a year to let Gary Schrader develop and you go get yourself a grand transfer. I don't think it'll be like a De'Aaron King. He probably not uh, really a system fit, but I think I definitely could see us going after a grand transfer. Or what if we go after, I don't know what's up with Ole Miss quarterback, Matt Corral, but somebody like that. I, mean, I know. Hell no, we don't want him. Nope, 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 nope. Maybe we, we want the guy that's getting ready to transfer. I don't know. I think we definitely got to go. We got to go. I mean, obviously, if KT's going to transfer, you got to, like, you know, go get, like, somebody that's more of a veteran-type quarterback. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck with a bunch of freshmen. Like I said, I don't feel like Schrader is ready. Uh, I would like to see somebody come in and maybe just give him a year, like, as a stopgap. I, I would like to see that. Um, and I think I can see Maiden probably transferring, too. Like he's possibly lost the trust of Morehead, so I think it might be a situation where we might need to go ahead and just kind of prepare ourselves, like to get somebody else. So, um, so I think, like, I think he's going to reset the quarterback room. I think that's what he's going to do. Go ahead and get his quarterbacks in here. Um, I don't know. Maiden was a guy he technically recruited, but he wasn't originally his guy. So then, after this Tudor Gate situation, he may just not trust him. Like, I think we got to look at it from that standpoint. Man, you, have I'm sure other... kid, you have to give a kid a chance to redeem himself. I mean, the guy made a mistake. The guy oh, made I'm a sure. Mistake. Like, I ain't tripping off of that personally myself. But, um, like, I know, like, the fact that he's a quarterback, I think it adds a different layer to it. I mean, obviously, more at ease. He's a kid. Like they say, no, no, no. You're missing the point. I don't care. I'm just talking about it from Moorhead's standpoint. I'm not talking like as myself or me as a person. I personally, like, I care. I don't want to cheating. But at the same time, like, I ain't looking at it like you don't deserve another chance. But I'm looking at it from him as the head coach. He's a quarterback. I can see where Moorhead is like, no, I can't trust him. So, anything is right or wrong. If he has that thought in his head, he should have that feeling about every one of those guys that decided to go in there and cheat. Because you know what? It does it, I understand you looking at the quarterback is is the leader of the team. I understand that. But when it comes down to being a member of the team, if you have those thoughts that you can't trust the kid because they did that and you're not gonna give them a chance to read them, it don't matter the position. I I'm not gonna I see the point of view you're trying to take. Well, well, well uh, and, and we I have to look at too, like go ahead. And I understand quarterback's supposed to be a leader, not supposed not supposed to uh, make mistakes. But hey, he suspended Nick Fitzgerald last year and then he let Nick Fitzgerald leave the squad. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he may allow Maiden to re- redeem himself and, 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 and showcase his abilities because Jaden Maiden, before this incident, 
happened. I mean, he's a model kid. I mean, has helped in the community, has done more community service than more players than 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 me. You know what I'm saying? So um, the young man made a mistake. But let's get back onto this game. You know, we we kind of went off went off the rocker as far as well. I mean, it's a reaction show, so I mean, I think you can be organic and talk about what everybody. I mean, the quarterback position is what everybody's really just been discussing all season. But let's just talk about like what are some positives from the game? Like just this, you really just like from the game. Well, one of course. Beast Mode College. I mean, got off. Um, 234 yards. I'm going to check to see if that's a record. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I know by heart if that's a record for a single game rushing. Um, I think I think someone had over like 250, I think. But that's a that's Kyle's career high, 234 yards. And it was good to see Nick Gibson get off, like I said earlier. Uh, in, the, in the defensively, you know, Marcus Murphy, pick six. Um, I, I looked at that and I saw it. I mean, he just glided into the end zone uh, on that return. I mean, it was it was a thing of beauty. I, I'm glad to see him back, and uh, you know, because he's one of the guys who's who's been limited in the game that he's available to play. So it was good to see him make his impact, like just like Willie Gay did uh, when he had his pick six. You know, so uh, you know, uh, I also defensively, Errol Thompson eight tackles. Uh, also. Uh, the one thing about our defense that I did not like today, two things that I did not like today, we only had two total tackles for loss. We also did not have any sacks. I mean, that just lets us know that at the point of attack, we're getting beat up front, and we're not we're not able to sack the quarterback. Yes, we put some pressure on whichever quarterback was in the game for Arkansas. We were we were not able to get them on their backs, and that's what you, you want a quarterback. You want your opposing quarterback on his back. You know, yes, we blew them out. We did. We, we did. Uh, we had a good enough defensive effort to shut down the Arkansas offense. I guess Chad Morris isn't going to be uh, guaranteeing any more victories anytime soon because we made him look like a, 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 a suey pig, really, uh, by getting his whoop, butt whooped today uh, by our Bulldogs. But uh, I mean, a good defensive effort. Um, Sound defensive effort. We had only we had fifty tackles uh, total in the game. Uh, Arkansas <laughs> defense uh, had ninety two tackles, so we we wore their we wore their defense out. You know they had forty two more tackles than we did total as a defense. So I mean <laughs> a total dominant win. But I I I, I just like I like the little things. I want to see us. I, I like I. I, I I think a dominant defensive front sets the tone. We let Raheem, uh, let's see, we, we let Raheem Boyd get, get loose on us. 52-yard touchdown run, uh, 114 total yards. Uh, good running back uh, from last chance. You uh, in Kansas. Um, what the heck was Ian? They were thinking, how they let him go? Like, I don't know what all the circumstances well, behind that was. He, he got in trouble. He got in trouble, and it, 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 it turns out it, this was the best thing for him. He's going to get drafted. I mean, I don't. He's, yeah, not he's, he's, a, he's a second and first round guy for sure. Uh, it's going to depend on how well he runs. He he's a speed back. Um, I like I like boy. I mean, I hope he gets to the league. I was a fan of his watching him at Lance as you. So I'm very happy that he, he he is having a good career. I would have loved to have seen him in Moon White, uh, but of course we had Colin. Yeah, why not both? There was no chance for Boy uh, to get in the game. So, hey, uh, but 
I just love this dominant victory. I'm gonna call it dominant. I love this dominant victory, and it's just it's just an awesome game. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it dominant. Um, I thought it was a clean game from an offense standpoint. Our offense just looked fluid. Um, I know everybody talked about. It. I, I do. I still would like. I think going. To, I don't think it's going to happen this season. I think something Morehead has to look at over the offseason, at least with his play calling, just how he does things. I think he has to start showing more variation. I'm getting tired of seeing us just in three wide or in like bunch formations. I'm like, man, we got to have more than two balls. Yeah. Like we need more exotic formations. More. I know. Understand. He has more of a pro style approach to things, and there's a reason that he runs it that way. We got to have sub packages and um, being able to use these guys that are versatile. I would like to see more of that. And that's just a side note. But you know, overall, I know I think the game was like I said, it was a clean game. That was the positive thing I liked about it from an offensive standpoint. Obviously, Kylan Hill got off. I felt like Thomas Stevens looked good throwing the ball, and he was able to pull the defense back. He just looked, he just looked good throwing the ball. And he looked natural out there. He looked like our guy. And I was kind of like, he's kind of like, man, it's like just a glimmer of like what we could have been. Because it's kind of looked like that. It looked like that the first two games before he got hurt. And I just like our offense just looked good with him in there. I think with Gary Schrader, I always felt like it was a level of like half of the offense was cut off. A part of the offense was cut off because he wasn't as fluid throwing the ball as he should be. And I think that's one thing I was very encouraged by. Defensively, I'm still not like, we look good at times, but it's still like that level of dominance. And even I was thinking of the game, maybe I'm judging them against last year defense, and that may not be fair because, I mean, that was number one defense in the nation. I mean, it ain't going to be many defenses we have that's going to be that good or anybody has that's going to be that good. But, man, I would just like to see some dominance every once in a while. I would get a tackle exactly. in the backfield. I would like the team not to be able to run up the middle on us. I just like to want to see us look dominant on the defensive side of football and look like people can't. I mean, I remember times when we were a bad team and even good teams couldn't run right up the middle on us. And, like, it was just certain things you couldn't do. Um, but I do think I like our back end. They look good. Like Marcus Mercy being there getting an interception. I, I like the fact that we're starting a freshman corner. I mean, you got to think if they even Who's if Cam Dustin corner? was uh, Martin Emerson. Yeah, we um, started. And Didn't Jerry and Jones start too? I think he played. I think Cam Dancer started. But he started oh, last week. Oh, oh Dancer was back? Yeah. So, you know, the fact that our future is very bright at that position. They're already playing well. So, I mean, they're probably your guys for the next two to three years unless they move one of them back to safety, which wouldn't be the worst idea. And we got a glimmer of what Marcus Murphy, because we really hadn't had a, a, a guy, a free or strong safety, make a play all, all, all season, really. And just to see Marcus Murphy make a play at that position, that's something we've been lacking all year. So I would like to see, um, you know, more of that, um, you know, going forward. And that shows what we're possibly going to have on that back end for next season. So some of it just kind of gives us some, you know, hope for next season with this game. So I'm definitely – um, those definitely are some positives that I really, really um, like the offense, the defense, and like that back end. And a lot of those guys are projected potentially to be back. So I think the game is so. Uh, just moving forward, like, um, what what do you kind of just expect from the team just the rest of the year now? Now we, you know, we was able to take care of business against Arkansas. What happens the rest of the team? We have Alabama, Abilene Christian, which of course everybody expect to win. Then the Ole Miss game likely will decide if we go to a bowl game or not. Well, so we don't, we're not going to be Alabama. I mean, we would need America and a prayer. Uh, I have, prayer I have, I have a better chance of winning the Powerball and the Mega Millions than we have at being Alabama. Uh, I, that's Good. just the fact of the matter. 
we're, we're not going to beat Alabama. I mean, you can you can criticize my fandom or whatever, but that's we're not a good enough team to beat Alabama. Even even last year, even our number one ranked team could not beat Alabama. So um, we're not going to beat Alabama. So that's going to be a loss. Uh, we're going to beat Abilene Christian. We're just, we're just going to beat them. And the Ole Miss game, while well, I am confident that we are talented enough to beat the Robert Sharks, Sharks or whatever they want to be, um, mm-hmm. their offense against our defense scares me only because of John Reese Plumley and um, what's the re- what's the first freshman running back from um, Jackson Prep? Darn, how I forget his name. He's been killing it lately. Um, oh well, you you know hometown about the freshman running back that's been you know running running wild. So those those two freshmen, and then they have Snoop Connor from Hattiesburg. So they have three mm-hmm. athletic freshman ball carriers and John Rice Plumley uh, playing quarterback. Our, our defense cannot stop the run. So um, yeah. having having that type of speed on the Ole Miss offense. And our defense just not playing up snuff. We're gonna have to continuously score. And Ole Miss's defense basically shut Auburn's offense down, hit them twenty points. Uh, and Auburn's offense made us look like a junior high squad defensively. So mentally, I, I know game to game that that differs, but still, um, the Ole Miss offense versus our defense. Scares me. Um, simple for the fact of how strong they are running the ball. So I think we're gonna mess around and get to a ball game, but the Ole Miss game, like you said, scares me. But part of me, I hate to say it this way, and it's probably not the most popular coming. Part of me think we need a season where we just miss a ball game. I think it would force us to reevaluate our program because um, we we lucked you up that one year when we had game? a losing season. I think you, I say it'd be good in a sense of forcing our program to kind of reevaluate itself about we where it's at. Evaluate whether we go to a bowl game or not. Right, but I think something about missing a bowl game just kind of it, it makes you kind of like you know like we were discussing the run, but I want to keep the record straight. Oh no, 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 no! I, I agree with you on that. I'm just saying, but part of me is like it's kind of like having that chip on your shoulder, being real, like yo, this how bad you were this season. You were a bad team this year. Like, and you need to realize you were a bad team and you need to. I know. I'm not. You're missing my point. Like, I get it. Like, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But you got to listen to what I'm saying. It's something about the optics of just missing a bowl game that will really, truly force people to really obey with the problem. Yes, people are going to say, yeah, we still bowl. But something about, like, you know, if you go to a bowl game, you're a six and six, you end the season on the hive, you win the bowl game, all that type of stuff. It's something about having to sit home and watch those teams play. Part of me think it'd probably be good for us. Then we probably would have lost the Ole Miss. It'll force, I think, the players and everybody kind of truly evaluate going into the offseason like as a bad program. Like, and I know that's not like the most popular come in or what we want. Part of me is like, I think that's what our program really needs a true evaluation because really we look at our program since the 2014 season where we won 10 games. We kind of just been all right. Well, really since Dak left. Like under Fitzgerald, we were just okay. The most we ever won what was eight. Um, and then this year we before we really hadn't been that great of a team the last four years. And I think we I really have to value the fact to Abilene Christian to lose to Ole Miss. You missing the whole point of what I'm saying? Like it ain't got I nothing know to do what with you're saying, but I would rather lose to Abilene Christian. Yeah, I mean, I'm just stating what he is. Okay, but 
Like, I really think that's a thing our program really has to look at. And, like, what are we really going to do to take us to that next level? We missed out on these opportunities really to vault into that national level. Like, the year we had Dak, that really was our year to really – I mean, we beat three top five, ten teams in a row. Then we get to Alabama and flame out, and then you lose to Ole Miss. Okay, I get you lose to Alabama. Alabama's Alabama. They're who they are. We got but like Ole Miss. Game that, year. that was the orange boat against uh, Georgia Tech, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's like, well, we did make the New Year's Six Bowl, I guess. I mean, or one of the major top six bowls. But at the same time, like, we shouldn't even lost the Ole Miss. We should have been in the national championship picture. And it's like, you know, because losing Alabama, I think we didn't even, I don't even think we fell that far in the rankings because we were number one. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like we had to, as a, I, I think as an overall program, like even, you know, the girls team that got the national championship, they lost. Baseball team, same deal. Like, at some point, like, what are we going to take? And I think the girls' team is going to do it with Rakia Jackson. I think she's the one. But um, I think, like, as a football program, we have to realize, like, we're a middle-of-the-road program. What do we need to become elite? Um, Say, even looking at the quarterback position, we're all hyped about Garrett Schrader's future. Garrett Schrader is not an elite quarterback that will take you to a national championship. Not he is not the I, 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 I just don't those guys they are what they are you see that from jump like I think he has the intangibles and certain things but he's he's a winner but he's not a lift you to national prominence quarterback he's a good quarterback that will keep your team probably good and winning seven eight games but is he a guy that's going to lead us to a national championship and we have to start evaluating our program from a standpoint of just looking at these games. And we have a lot of big-time talent. Like I said, I believe our D-line, we have a lot of talented guys at certain positions. Like, even though the D-line has been kind of suspect this year, there's a lot of talented guys. I think they'll be okay. They're just young. But we have talent. But do we have the caliber of talent? And what do we need to do to recruit the caliber of talent that will get us to a national level on a consistent basis? Because the talent is there. And really, the window is there. Oh, this really ain't that good. So I think that's the thing I really just want to see just moving forward and really for our program, like to truly evaluate, start looking at the guys that we're bringing in. Are these guys good enough to get us to an elite level? And we really have to start looking at it that way. We have to pay the cost to be the boss. We have to get the guys that will get us to that elite level. Like I think there's some guys that I like the cornerback position. I like Marcus Murphy. Obviously, like a Willie Gay and then some of the guys behind them. We got some really good young D linemen. We got Charles Cross going to be coming off a red shirt, him and Dollar Bill. Like, got Colin if he comes back next year. Got some good running backs coming in. I like our receivers. But we really have to evaluate, especially at this quarterback position going into next season, is Garrett Schrader the guy that can get us to the lead level? I don't believe he is. So I think that's a lot of things. And I don't even want to like saying like I'm turning into a Garrett Schrader hater. But I think we really have to evaluate. I'm not evaluate that position, as the, and that's more what I'm saying. Fans are saying like you'll turn a person to a hater, but I'm looking like he can't throw the football. Realistically, he can't. So it's like I mean I know we want to say he's just a freshman. He cannot throw like we can sit up there and try to dance around it. He cannot throw the football functionally. He's not even fifty percent passer. I like Moorhead. I, I think I, I okay. think he's a guy. I think and, we should be patient with him. I, that's more of my thing. I think we should be patient with him. And the Garrett Schrader is the quarterback that he brought in, handpicked. If if Joe Moorhead was still the offensive coordinator at Penn State, Garrett Schrader would be a Nittany Lion. So and, and, so, and I, so, trust so, a, uh, I trust his. Wait, 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 wait. 
you have to give Joe Moorhead time to improve this young man as a college quarterback. He did, we didn't Gary Schroeder wasn't expected to play this year. It was supposed to be the Stevens and KT show this year. That's 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 what that was what was supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? And due to KT uh, opting to transfer and then having a ghost injury or a somewhat injury or you know a lingering injury to his throwing arm that's not allowing him to uh, play, or maybe he just doesn't want to play for Mississippi State right now because he feels like wronged by Moorhead, and then you have the loyalty to Tommy Stevens, may name him the starting quarterback. So we have a young man who wasn't expected to play this year, who, as a true freshman, has had some ups and downs. It's up right. to Joe Moorhead to turn this young man into a viable starting quarterback. Now, it's up to Joe Moorhead. I mean, Dan Mullen turned that into a, 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 a good quarterback. He failed to turn Nick Fitzgerald into an efficient quarterback. Maybe that's just a limitation of the skill set of the athlete. So we're going to see what Garrett Schrader does as he progresses from year one to year two. Now, if Joe Moorhead can develop this young man, he has the charisma, the leadership, and the moxie to become a great quarterback. Right now, no, he's not. He's not, but he can become that. But that's upon Joe Moorhead and, and, and Briner to improve upon his mechanics, improve upon his quarterback play. That's their job. Right. Joe Moorhead was a college quarterback. Briner is the quarterback's coach. That's their job to say, you know what, we need to improve your mechanics. For well, them they do. If they don't, they fail Garrett Schrader. If they don't, if they don't coach him up, I, I don't know. Like I, I disagree with that in some, to, so in some respects. In some respects, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's their job to kind of develop him, like as far as like as a quarterback and those type of things. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm telling you, man. I feel like just looking at where he's at right now and his his, his throwing mechanics and stuff. Like it, it, I think they really are that bad. I think like KT they had are. some issues they're, coming they're, they're, they're coming into Mississippi State. I think, like, I felt like there was a lot more hope for him. And I think he would done fine in, in Mullen's system. I still think he'd be well in Moria's system. I would like to see what he can do in the system if just given the opportunity to. I would like to see that myself. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I hate to You're be like. KT? Yeah, I'm talking about KT in that sense. But, like, with Trader, I just, I'm telling you, man, like, I would love to be positive and be like, hey, man, he's going to be our guy going. I, I well, here was what bothers me about Mississippi State fans in the comparison between Schrader and KT. Both of their throwing percent sucks. Yeah. But they want to they throw KT under the bus. Fans that want Schrader to start. Uh, don't nobody trying to infer about the day. These are KT fans, Schrader fans, or people who feel like KT is not a good quarterback. But Schrader's passing percent sucks as well. Oh, he's the future. So you have two quarterbacks in limbo, Trader and KT. Both of them struggle throwing the football. We don't want KT. They look at KT as a Benedict Arnold because he decided to transfer. He quit on the team, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, but th- we don't necessarily know what all went on with that. I mean, 
you know, if, 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 if once KT's career is over, I definitely would love to have that conversation with KT on a on the future from the dog's mouth. We would like to hear from his mouth the transfer decision, the decision to come back. I, I think I think what it was. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, we discussed some other things even before the season started. Even if he transfers, air. I want that conversation. I, I, I'm going to be real with you, man. I know everybody wants to turn it and uh, make it out to be something bigger than what it is. I think he just wasn't more head guy. And let's be real. Like, what if he goes to a different program? Let, so let's go even farther back. Uh, you know, Nick Fitzgerald, I felt like he had a pretty good Mississippi State career. I can't sit up there and hate on like the career he had. He was a, he was a good quarterback. I mean, as far as number one things like that, he was a good quarterback. People can hate on him, but he had a pretty good career. Um, you know, at one point, Elijah Staley, was a guy who uh, Mullen even called him a five-star quarterback and things like that. But, you know, even at the time, I, I told people that I just didn't trust Elijah Staley myself. Some told me not to trust him. You know, Mullen with Fitzgerald, that was his guy. You know, Elijah Staley transferred, and he turned out he was not that good. Or, you know, maybe it just didn't work out at the HBCU or whatever. Oh, but, no. You know, no, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't good. I was, I was excited to see what he could do at Morgan State. Now, granted, Morgan State is not a good football team. But the effectiveness that 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 uh was shown by Staley as a quarterback was inept. Uh to the point where he retired from football and decided to go back and try to play basketball again. So it, he just wasn't a good college football player. I like Elijah Staley. I think he's a talented athlete. It just didn't click for him playing college football at Mississippi State or at Morgan State. Right, and I think like we got to wait to see. Like we're saying all this stuff by KT, but we got to wait to see what happens when he goes to a different program. What if he goes to a different program? He turns out he's just like I ain't saying that's gonna be the case. Everybody keeps saying like, oh, he's this, he's that. Like, and a lot of people are upset by KT and what's up with him. And we don't even know if he's any good. Like, I know we can say we've had some samples. We don't have really a strong enough sample size to really exactly. judge if he can play. Or not. We have a game here, a game there. We have not seen KT play quarterback for Mississippi State over a stretch of at least two to three straight games. We haven't seen it. Real games, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I think like he played with that first game last year. We didn't even play anybody. You know, the ball game. And here's the thing. In that what? game last year, KT was trying to just he – he, 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 had, he had a lot of high-risk throws. He wasn't trying to go short. He was airing it out. That is right. one reason why his percentage was so low because he, he, wanted, he, had, he was trying to prove something in that game. Oh, of and course. I think I think it hurt him in in the eyes of fans because they keep throwing that game. Oh, he only threw for four percent against this FCS squad, but he was airing it out. He now, was trying to he was trying to break Mississippi State's passing record that game. That's exactly what he was trying to do. I, I think I think like in reality, I think like what we were all discussing really with the quarterback position, the fact that we're discussing all those guys, and I think we really hadn't had that since probably the second year of Fitz and really since that stability at the quarterback position, like this our guy. Like, I know a lot of people, like, they like Schrader and they think he's our guy, but even it's hard for me to believe it ain't even the most most ardent Gary Schrader supporters aren't like, mm, he, he can't really throw. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like we need stability. This is out of the situation. You bring in a grad transfer to get that stability for a year and say give a Schrader a year to kind of have that stopgap year so he can be our guy. 
Well, you go get an elite player. You pay the cost to be the boss. I'm not saying you cheat or anything like that. Well, but you might have to go get that. You might have to go get that. This thing, we might have to go get to, uh, attempt to try to go get that elite quarterback prospect. Well, I guess we're going to have to see how the transfer market materializes. Right now, Tisdale, the four-star quarterback from Texas, uh, that was that was an old Miss Rebel, has elected to transfer. Um, I'm thinking, I don't, I think we did offer him, but I guess we're gonna have to see, uh, what the market is for a, for a season quarterback. Tisdale is a, was a true freshman. So he is not a quarterback that we may want to bring in talent wise. That's a throw it in the salt in the old Miss eyes. Yeah. But we're going to look and see what upperclassmen elect to transfer. And it's pretty yeah, good. Don't... You have to look at it. There have been a lot of young quarterbacks playing. You have a lot of red shirt freshmen, true sophomores, true freshmen playing quarterback. When you look at that Oklahoma State uh, TCU game, both quarterbacks in that game were freshmen. You know? Um, well, I'll throw out a name. Two, I'll throw out a name that Auburn starting a freshman. You know? Now, um, that's, that's an interesting of- situation. You know, Joey Gatewood decided to transfer, and he's looking to play next year. I don't know what he's going to use, but he's yeah, looking to but transfer. He's, he's he's not a pass. He's not a passer. He's a he's a run first quarterback. He's a run first quarterback. He might be he might be the type of guy you bring into your room though, because you put him with a shooter and you got well both of them runners. But you know, for one, we got to think about the quarterback room too. So say what if KT and Maiden are going to transfer? You're left for two quarterbacks on this next season. You got what? one guy that's not a strong thrower and a freshman. So mm, that's not boding well for the offense next year. And my thing with Moorhead, I think he does want to kind of get his offense kicked off the ground. And so I think like it's hard for me to believe he won't find a way to get a guy that can throw that thing around. Like, I, I think he's going to find a way to get that guy. No matter hook or crook. Like I said, that's probably why you won't go after De'Aaron King from Houston, even though I don't know, it'd be intriguing to get him. But I mean, if he, if, if he shows interest, if he shows interest, he is one of the most decorated quarterbacks that would be at the transfer market if he elects to go into the portal. So, yes, you look at him. You invite him in for a visit. You see how he fits. Yes, he's on the shorter side, but he is a bona fide superstar at quarterback. He reminds me of Tua. Matter of fact, he was Tua before Tua. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? I mean, he's been starting since he was a freshman. He's he's the reason that Kyle Trask. Child, child trash didn't start in high school, so right. So yeah, you you give him a look. Sorry. And I guess that may mean we may need to get ready to end this show. <laughs> no, I hit the I hit the remote by mistake. Uh yeah, but we've been going a good while for a reaction show. But well, I, well, I think I think we reacted to the stuff that I, I mean. Honestly, I didn't know how long the show would go, so it's kind of interesting that we are going this long. But you know, the, to the fans listening, like on um, when y'all do listen to the show, I mean, I think the question I just posed to everybody: What do y'all think is going to happen with the quarterback position just going forward? So, and after you listen, yeah. maybe y'all can respond. Like, what do y'all think is going to happen? Like, I think a lot of us right now, that's kind of the. I think that's going to be the overarching theme of the rest of the season. It's really not about, like, we should get to 6-6. Six and six. I feel like we should. But it really is right now, like, what are we doing going forward? What is our team? Where are we 
you know, this time next year at the quarterback position and as a team? Like that's I think that's the big question right now. Whenever Arthur posts this show, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that question uh as a as a question on our on our page. So uh look us up on Facebook, Black Dog Sports Podcast, and leave your questions, your thoughts, opinions, your ideas on you know on that question. So I will be posting that. Um yeah. and um yeah, it, 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 you know, we, me and you always have good back and forth. So um, I'm glad we got the win. I'm glad we kicked Arkansas's ass. I'm going to be calling my friend, Martha Johnson, who is, a, who is an Arkansas Razorback, uh, a former co-worker of mine. Uh, she calls me Bulldog. I call, I call her Razorback. So every time we kick Arkansas's ass, I make sure to email her and be like. I ain't no Arkansas fans existed. Yeah, yeah. She's an Arkansas Razorback fan. And uh, I'm going to send her a nice little email on Monday morning saying, you know, uh, how would I like them fried pork chop? How would I like them, how would I like them, uh, them skins? You know what I'm saying? You know, them pork rinds, you know, because we made plenty of pork to eat products in today's game. I'm talking about pig feet. Oh, rest in peace, John Witherspoon, all the hog mops, all the pig feet. That is one of my favorite actors. Uh, Pop out Friday. You know, uh, the pastor, I'm going to get you sucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we lost an icon uh, this, this past week. So, you know. Right. Yeah. So, all right, man. So, man, Jay, Jay have a good night, man. We're going to have a lot to talk about on Tuesday. Uh, previewing. I think so, too. It's going to be a slow week because it's a bye week, but. Um, I think, you know, right now, I think the question more here just to put himself in a corner of people asking him for the next two weeks. He's probably going to feel like I do in a second grade classroom with people questioning him a question like, who's going to be the quarterback? 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 Why did you start Stevens? Why did you start? So he's going to deal with that for the next two weeks. So, well, <laughs> like, you know, we got we, we got the evil emperor of visiting, you know, and of course, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan and Palpatine is going to be making a return uh, in the in the Rise of Skywalker. So, you know, we always, um, you know, uh, liken Nick Saban to the emperor, and um, you just can't just can't keep a good emperor down, you know. So hopefully, you know, we can have some success against Alabama. I just want to see our squad fight. Uh, I don't want to see us just lay down for Alabama. Even though I do not like Ole Miss, they fought in the Alabama game, and I want to see us do the same. Oh, yeah, I think just us going out there having a good effort. You know, I think Thomas Stevens is going to be the guy. If we can go out there and put up a you know a strong game against them, I mean, obviously that'll help us going into the last two games. But I think, you know, definitely in a season like this, I think that I hate more victories, but I think there'll be a victory in and of itself where we can go in and play Alabama hard. You know, I think there'll be in some ways, some ways to redeem themselves from some of these poor showings we've had this season. All right. So make sure you um... – Check us out on all our social media pages, Black Dog Sports Podcast. Check us out. Check our old shows out. Check out something from the Dog Mouth episodes. It's been a while since we have one of those. I'm going to see if I can line somebody up uh, to, to get a guest from, from the Dog's Mouth uh, so we can hear some good old stories about uh, right. our former Michigan State football or athletic legends, women's basketball. Back, women's basketball season about to start. We got to get Latoya Thomas on from the Dog's Mouth. We got to get her. Oh, uh, for sure. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening, and we'll talk to All you right. later. Bye. And they, they would say, "Okay, bye." As, yeah, as I'm saying, "Okay, bye."
<laughs> I can't do it like him, though. <laughs> Peace out.